just uh recovering from uh, a nice little sunday uh, how about you nothing much uh weather was incredible this weekend so we actually got out and did some stuff um but uh yeah nothing too crazy over here all right let's get into this late so we have the thursday night game was green bay at san francisco green bay was favored by six we talked about this on the preview just talking about there were a bunch of a bunch of injuries. We both were on Green Bay side. We're not going to take credit for the game because there were too many injuries. We said that we weren't going to bet it. It was an end-to-end win for Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers goes 25 for 31 for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Devontae Adams blew up. He uh, he goes for 10 catches, 173 yards. And San Francisco only had three points on the board until the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, so they scored two meaningless touchdowns late. Green Bay goes on to win 34 to 17. So again, we both had them on the preview, but we're taking it off the board because we said not to bet the game because of the injuries. Uh, yeah, any I'm other? I'm also curious why, and I, I could be wrong, maybe people are talking about it, but why Aaron Rodgers is more in, uh, in play as far as the MVP. I mean, all I've heard is uh, Wilson and then Mahomes, but I mean, Rodgers is just lighting it up this year. And he doesn't have nearly as many interceptions as Wilson does. So I don't know. I, I am kind of curious. Uh, I've been monitoring that a little bit on FanDuel MVP. I just think it's a little tough at this point to have a real stake in it. But he, he's got pretty good odds the last time I, I checked. Like still either 8 or 10 to 1. So On to the next game, we have the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is brutal. Uh, the line here was six and a half when we bet it on Thursday. We both had Houston. Uh, we didn't DJ... bet it. We we just picked it. We didn't yeah. bet it. You were you're not you're not betting these this Houston Jacksonville game when you're unless you're like a degenerate. DJ Shark scored a 73 yard touchdown 50 seconds into the game. I was like, well, this isn't a great start. And then Fuller scored a TD with about six minutes left in the third for the Texans and they were up 11 so they were on the right side of it because the line was six and a half all the way up until about 90 seconds left and then Jake Luton the quarterback starting this week in place of Gardner uh, Minshew ran in a 13 yard rush for the backdoor cover so the game ended up being Texans 27 Jaguars 25 Texans do not cover I can't imagine you'd have anything else to take away from this game but well, I mean, I'm just not, I mean, <laughs> again, I, I wouldn't put money on this game and I'm definitely not going to put money on Jacksonville. So I'll pick Houston uh, just for the hell of picking somebody, but I, I don't, at six and a half, there, there's real no value on Houston at that point. I mean, I do think they're be- better than their record, but it's still a lot of unknowns. And you've also got Lutton. He, uh, he played well. He, uh, had 304 yards, a touchdown, not, not bad, but like you said, the, 
a final drive is it, it would be a dagger if you did put money on uh on Houston. On to the next game that we actually did put money on, Seattle at Buffalo. Uh Seattle was favored by three on the road. We both took Seattle. We both took them as a best bet. Even though in the back of my head, I was like, this seems like a trap game based on this line. And you, 80% of what you talked about last week was, you know, how is this three? I, I don't understand it. And I told you, don't worry about it. Have confidence. And we got pwned. Total plays, yards, drives for both teams were almost identical across the board. The entire difference was were turnovers. Wilson had two fumbles and two interceptions. And Josh Allen kind of returned to early of the year Josh Allen form 31 for 38 400 yards and three touchdowns it is worth noting that I had talked a couple weeks ago about John Brown and that when John Brown's out there with digs their offense explodes that's what they did the first four weeks when they were averaging over 30 points per game and then he got dinged up missed a couple games played one game where he didn't even have a target and their their offense really struggled. They they averaged under twenty points per game. But he he showed out again today. I think between the two of them, they had seventeen receptions. Any other takeaways from this game? No, I mean, uh, like you said, we <laughs> when we picked this game, uh, I, I said that I didn't see any real reason you could take you could have a reason to pick Buffalo in this game. And obviously, we were vastly incorrect on this. Uh, you know, like you said, Josh Allen hadn't been playing well in the I think the past like five games well he came to form in this in this game and i mean that's the that's the recipe for uh to get back on track is playing a seattle defense that's giving up almost record numbers through the air uh we did say that i didn't think buffalo was going to be able to run the ball and that we were pretty correct on that he only had 19 attempts for 34 yards on the ground but seattle i think they're they're only as good as wilson if Wilson has a bad game, I think they're going to lose. And if Wilson has a good game, they're probably going to win. I think they are way too reliant on their quarterback. All right, on to the next game. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Dallas Cowboys. Pittsburgh Steelers here on the road are favored by 14 points. We both took Pittsburgh here, and it was kind of a disaster. So Ben DiNucci did not play. He, he was inactive for this game. He was their third-string quarterback going into this game, and then now I guess they're on their fourth-string, Garrett Gilbert. He started 243 yards, touchdown, uh, and an interception, but Pittsburgh did not look like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh didn't score until about 70 seconds left in the second quarter, and Dallas led 19-9 to going into the fourth, but they just didn't score when they were in the fourth, so the game ends up being 24-19. Steelers win it, but they do not cover. Anything, any other big takeaways here? Yeah, we, we kind of talked about this. I mean, I probably I, I said I'm going to not pick the Cowboys, and, and I, the one good thing was is that they actually covered for once because I didn't pick them, so maybe I'm their Achilles heel or something like that, but I, I did feel that this could be a trap game for Pittsburgh. Uh, they had just played the Titans and Ravens on back-to-back, winning both of them. You're going to a Dallas team that's really not played well all year. You're just not – just naturally, you're just probably not going to show up to that kind of game. Uh, if you are a Dallas fan, it was encouraging to see some sustained drives by the offense, three drives of 11 or more plays. So maybe we got that going a little bit. I think I think coaching let them down. Uh, it was fourth and one, I think, in the third – 
Kenny elected to kick the field goal on Pittsburgh's 22. And I, right right when they did that, I was like, that's going to come back, kick our ass, because eventually the Steelers are going to be able to put up some points. It was just, to me, I thought it was a bad decision and really no real reason not to uh, not to go with, go for it with, uh, with Zeke in the backfield. On to the next game, we have the Carolina Panthers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 10.5 in this spot. Game was close throughout. Casey's biggest lead throughout the whole game was nine points, so really at no point in the game would they have covered. Huge McCaffrey game. Absolutely no rust on McCaffrey. 70 yards rushing and a touchdown. 80 yards receiving on 10, 10 catches. Also had a touchdown. Mahomes had four touchdowns. They kept it pretty close throughout. Chiefs go on to win 33-31. I think the Panthers are officially feisty. They're three and six. Uh, we, we've bet them in the past because they've kept some of these games close. But now that McCaffrey's back, two points on the road for, at the Chiefs, I thought that they looked like they could control the ball. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we were going against uh, how this, I mean, the line was at 12 and a half earlier on in the week, and that was at 10 and a half when we actually did uh, the picks last week. But I, one thing that, that came out of this game is that, uh, you know, Bridgewater actually showed up against a good defense. I said that, you know, before he just against really good, uh, solid pass defenses, he, he hasn't played well. He had 310 yards and two, two TDs, no picks. I think that was big. Um, McCaffrey, <laughs> you would just think he wouldn't come out the way he came out after being gone for what was it like four weeks, five weeks, and it, it looked like he just hadn't hadn't missed a step. He looked like the same McCaffrey as always. So that was that was very interesting. And then Carolina, they had a time of possession of thirty eight minutes to Casey's basically twenty two minutes. So that I think that was a gigantic uh, gigantic uh, reason why I can't see you know, didn't, didn't hit the, hit the 10 and a half just because they didn't have the ball enough. So, um, but yeah, Carolina looked good and uh, we'll see how they, uh, what they uh, bring next week. All right. So just to start this recap, uh, we wiped away the green Bay game. And then the first four games we led with, we lost all of them. <laughs> they were, <laughs> well, yeah, I... we, we both saw the same side of the side of the bet and we both chose wrong. Yeah. But I mean, I, in in our defense, I mean, like I I thought that this week didn't look good at all as far as yeah, it was best a tough bets. Day. I thought you know for the most part, the best bets that we did we did do this week, uh, they didn't fall in our favor. But I, I did like our position. I know I think we had two of the three of the same, but yeah, we, and we and we lost both of those. But I, I still liked our bets. So yeah, and to be fair, we get into the meat of the schedule now, and this is where we start winning. On to the next game, we have Denver Broncos at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons were favored by four and a half in this spot. Atlanta was up, uh, and we both had Atlanta, and Atlanta was your best bet. Uh, it was the only best bet that you, you had that I didn't have. Atlanta was up 20-3 to three at halftime. Denver had three touchdowns in the fourth, including two of which were in the last four minutes. Uh, Matt Ryan scored three touchdowns and a pick. And for Denver, there was a big game by Jerry Judy, who had seven receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, but the Falcons go on to win 34-27, to 27, so they cover. So you hit your best bet, and I hit my random pick. Any other observations? No, I mean, it was like just a few little things. I mean, it, Atlanta had a little bit more time to prepare for this game, and Denver just came had that dramatic comeback against the Chargers uh, the week before. Um, and, you know, 1 o'clock game, you know, it, it was the same thing in Seattle. I think Seattle, we didn't say this about Seattle, but that was a 1 o'clock game. And they looked, that, that defense looked gassed, gassed. 
uh, beginning of that second half. So um, I think this week was the the week that if you like the uh, one o'clock uh, West Coast teams do not cover. Uh, this was the this was the week. All right, on the next game we had the Baltimore Ravens at the Indianapolis Colts. The Ravens were favored by one and a half in this spot when we bet it. We both took Baltimore here. Baltimore does go on to win 24 to 10. I don't have a whole bunch on this game because there isn't really a whole bunch to report. Uh, no TDs, passing-wise at least, from either quarterback. Low-scoring game overall, 34 total points. It's another mediocre game for Lamar overall for this year. But uh, but I did see a stat that he has tied Dan Marino as the most as the best record through the first thirty games of his NFL career, and he's at twenty five and five as a starter. Um, any other big takeaways here? No, I, the one thing I just wanted to take a look at Rivers, if he actually no, nah, he didn't do too much, and I mean the the few plays I saw him throw up, it it just looked horrible. <laughs> He just doesn't seem like he, he's all there. He was 25 for 43, 227 yards, zero TDs, one interception. Uh, the, that Baltimore uh, TD that they ran back, did you say, see that play by chance? Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> so, like, Baltimore oh, gets... Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and, and the last person is Philip Rivers, and I swear... He just he just falls down and like pretends to like act like a turtle to try and tackle him and the guy just yeah. leaps over him. But um yeah, I I, I thought Indian Indianapolis was gonna be a little bit more uh complete on offense and they just haven't hit that stride yet. Defense is still playing uh pretty well throughout the, the entire season, but Indy Indy's offense is just not there. So I, I did even though I'm I'm not convinced that Baltimore is uh, as talented as they were, you know, say last season, obviously, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. But I just thought that they that they were they were going to be the better team overall than it, than the Indianapolis Colts, and I think we were we were right on the button on that. All right, on to the next game, the marquee matchup this week: the Miami Dolphins travel out west to play the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals favored by three and a half, and we bet it. We both took Arizona, and we both thought that we both took them as a best bet, and they go on to lose. Miami showed up to play. Miami's good. I I, I think they're. Uh, you said it a couple weeks ago. They'd be an interesting team to look at for the AFC East odds, just to see who might take the division. Um, but the Dolphins win thirty-four to thirty-one. Another spectacular game for Murray all around. He had uh, 238 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. He had 106 yards rushing and a touchdown. Um, but he did, I believe he got strip sacked uh, in the beginning of the game for the Dolphins to get another special teams or defensive touchdown. They had two last week and one this week. And two looked a lot better. They gave him the keys to the car. He, he threw for 248 and two touchdowns, and they actually had him throwing touch passes along the side and scrambling around a little bit. He didn't look 100% comfortable, but it wasn't the super strict game plan that, that they had last week against the Rams. So uh, Miami kicked a field goal with 330 left to break the tie and to win by three. Any other observations here? Yeah, I mean, it was going on at the same time as the Dallas game, so obviously I'm going to be more intrigued by the Dallas game. <laughs> um but I, I'm going to – what I'm really interested – I mean, you, I think you touched on it that Tua had a, a much better week this week. I just want to see how those throws looked. I, I just – last week it could be 
first game jitters. It's all and well. Also, uh, Arizona is not the greatest defense uh, in the NFL, so um, it is a team I, I'm interested in because of Tua. Obviously, we'll we'll just have. It, it, I'm still on the fence, but may, maybe I'll, I'll be able to take more look and look at this game, how it played out, and see if uh, you know maybe maybe my mind's changed on Tua. So we'll see on that. But but Miami's defense, yeah, they had that. They had that turnover, but again, Arizona still had a pretty good uh, stat line from the, against them. So I'm not entirely convinced that this Miami team is on the defensive side as good as everyone's making them up to be. Yeah, I mean, some of these plays are fluke plays, uh, but it, it seems to be that that the defense or special teams is making plays around two. Yeah, no, I got you. On to the next game, we have the New York Giants at the Washington football team. This game... Uh, you look at the score and it's kind of what you would imagine that the giants go on to win here 23 to 20. Uh, I had the giants as a best bet. You took Washington in this spot. Um, it's actually kind of a hilarious box score to look at because the giants, they only won by three, the Washington football team, uh, their backup quarterback from the, from the beginning of the season, Kyle Allen leaves in the first quarter. Alex Smith comes in, in for the game. The Giants dominated time of possession, 37 minutes to 23 minutes, and they ran 24 more plays. And the Giants forced five turnovers and only won by a field goal. And they only scored 23 points. <laughs> so both these teams are exactly who we thought they were. But uh, either way, I go on to win this bet, and it's the best bet for me for the week. I can't imagine what you'd have, but any intake for... Uh, for... I, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued that you put money on this game. <laughs> I mean... I didn't watch it. I'll be honest. I didn't really watch any of this game. I was intrigued that Alex Smith came in and it, it I mean, he did throw what two interceptions, I guess. Yeah, I think he so. had like either two interceptions, but he did have a, a, a TD pass. So that's, that's good to know um, that he's not completely. Uh, he had he three just, picks when he came in, whenever uh, Allen went down in the first game, I was legitimately scared for his life. I mean, oh, he yeah. just didn't look right and all this so I am kind of interested to see his boys uh, in this game to see if, if he looked a little bit more comfortable. And if he did, you know, just more power to him. Love to see him, actually. Uh, all those teams are still in that division. It's 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 nuts. I think Philly was on a bye, so no one really – well, I guess the Giants gained some uh, – uh, like half a game on Philly, but everyone in that division is still up for a, a playoff spot, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I, the only reason I picked this game is I thought these teams were close. I thought it was pretty crazy that Washington, with their fluid quarterback situation, was being favored by three. Uh, the Giants have held some high-scoring teams kind of down. Pittsburgh only scored 20, 26 against them. Uh, the Bucks only scored 25 against them. Like These are some, these are some close games that they've kept some high well, How many did they like, score? For which one? So they scored. They lost to the Bucks by two. They lost to the Steelers by ten. They lost to the Bears by four. Uh, they lost to the by yeah. No, three. yeah. No, I was just kind of curious. No, I mean I'm with you. Like the Giants, it would be funny to see where the Giants would land as far as the NFC East uh, division uh, champs. But yeah, I I couldn't tell you who's going to come out of it. I mean, could you imagine how many houses? And 401ks are going to be put on the first week of the NFL playoffs against the money line of whatever team plays, whatever team comes out of the NFC. East. Never know, man. Never know. I mean, 
I can't just like, imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Just like they're gonna, uh, they're gonna host they're gonna host a playoff game, so there's gonna be some you know two and a half points or whatever built into the spread, and they're gonna play like Arizona or somebody, and I I just everyone's gonna bet on the other side. It's gonna be like a ninety to ten like money split. In Little Giants, what did Rick Warren say <laughs> to his team? Yeah, the, the Giants don't have ice box. time. <laughs> They have Spike. <laughs> Remember the kid that was just like all like muscle and stuff was like carrying a refrigerator on his back. It was just yeah, obnoxious. Yeah. He's doing push-ups on his dad's arm. It's just like, what are you doing? Good Joe movie. Judge. Great, great reference right there. <laughs> Joe Judge is like, so I got this play. It's going to win us the game. It's called the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> God, that kid. <laughs> we right, got to move on. It's getting late. <laughs> yeah. On to the next game. We have the Chicago Bears at the Tennessee Titans. The Bears controlled the pace of this game. That's about all they really controlled. They they had 22 first downs to only 11 for Tennessee. Chicago had 20 more plays than Tennessee did, and they bottled up Henry for 21 rushes for 68 yards. But the Titans still Titans led 17 17 to 0 going into the fourth despite all that and go on to win 24 to 17. Any takeaways? Not much. I mean, I think the only thing I, the only thing I'm thinking is that Chicago's finally showing their true colors, and they're not as good as everyone was making them out, or not necessarily everyone was making them out to be, but as as good as their records that shows right now. So, offensively, they're just yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah, offensively, they can't do anything. Um, I I will say their their defense continues to stymie good offenses. Yep, yep. And it, Henry has seemed unstoppable at stretches this season, and for him to get. For him to get 21 rushes for 68 yards and no touchdowns, I, I think that's a pretty benign rushing effort. So, but yeah, you're right. Until they can score the ball, uh, it, none of this really matters. By the way, in that spot, both of us had Tennessee, so we both win that one. On to the next game, we have the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings here were favored by four and a half. I took the Vikings, you took Detroit, and the Vikings go on to win here. Uh, by a score of 34 to 20. And this was, again, the Dalvin Cook show. He controlled the game for the second straight week. He has two TDs in his last two, I'm sorry, six TDs in his last two games. Uh, he rushed for 22, 22 times for 206 yards and two touchdowns. Detroit had three turnovers. Uh, Cousins had a pretty good game. He throws for three touchdowns, but again, wasn't really asked to do much because Cook had the ball all the time. Yeah, any other observations here? No, I mean, Oh no! D- <laughs> I do have one thing that I did I did laugh at today. So in uh, Cook's uh, post game conference wood call or whatever you want to call it, he was uh, talking to it, and I noticed he he has this hat, and it's just I think it's just a regular hat, but it's him with a uh, chef's hat, like he's got his face on the hat, and he, and on the face he's also got like a, a chef hat because he's Cook. I did think that was funny. You need you need to take a look at this. Because the hat is hilarious. Because <laughs> I was just like, "What the hell?" Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so I did start laughing. I thought it was because it's it's just it's just really funny. <laughs> I was just like, "Touche, man." That was the, uh, I wish I had a cool last name. That's hilarious. Uh, all right, on the next game we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the LA Chargers. Chargers were favored by one and a half when we bet this game on Thursday. Uh, I think when it closed today, it actually was Vegas minus one, but. Regardless, uh, I took Las Vegas and Mike took the Chargers. I get the win here because the Raiders go on to win 31 to 26. 
fun game. There were a bunch of big plays. Uh, both Carr and Herbert both go for two touchdowns, no picks. But I did, I had some other games on at this one. I was kind of flipping back and forth, so I don't have a lot of notes on this. Did you Did you have any takeaways? No, it just uh, <laughs> uh, the last play of the game. Uh, the LA Chargers were probably I think like on the ten or so, and um, it looked like initially they had scored a touchdown to end the game. It just would have been a brutal way to lose because uh, there was uh, the clock was showing zeros, and uh, they wouldn't have sh- they wouldn't have kicked the extra point. So I would have still been on the uh, losing end of uh, that was part of my long shot. Got the over, but I would have missed the uh, spread by uh, half a point when I actually bet it. So that <laughs> I was uh, kind of uh, relieved that it, uh, I didn't get completely had. I only got semi. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god semi-screwed by missing it <laughs> all right that's all we have for this week if you liked what you heard hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts if you hate what you heard let us know what you hated by emailing us at live to grass at gmail.com that's all we got this week and we will Take get care. back to you very very soon <laughs> oh yeah i mean every email that gets sent in is going to be read we cannot wait to hear you cry about our picks (laughs) and we will care we will absolutely care (laughs) yeah 100 uh audience engagement with this podcast all right we'll take care guys good night